welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host, Arthur, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you? I am doing good. I'm a little tired because doing a lot of traveling, uh, doing a lot of schoolwork, and so I'm a little tired today, I'm not going to lie, but I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm also doing good, man. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, you know, according to a lot of things, you know, we're in the endemic phases of the pandemic, you know, is what. Whoa. Uh, yeah, man. What does I that mean? mean? Like, like we're in the ending stages? That's what they're, yeah, I guess like uh, the CDC is also trying to cut back on mass mandates. Even Target now, I believe, has uh, made it voluntary. If you want to, as an employee, if you want to wear a mask, you, you can. You don't have to know. And, you know, with the right procedure, if you're vaccinated and all that. And, yeah, I mean. It seems like California is one of the first ones to do it, which is shocking. And then mm-hmm. Utah, you know, or is also with it. I mean, Utah is not I mean, shocking at all. But we already finished <laughs> a long ass time ago. Yeah, we no just kidding. decided. Well, we didn't decide, but the people in power decided that uh, the pandemic isn't important anymore. Yeah, they said, nah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. But I mean, you know, I mean, what else we got to do sometimes? Like, all we can do is just um, go with the flow. I suppose it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, with that, today we're going to bring you some more anime, of course. We're going to talk about um, the Crunchyroll Awards 2022 winners. And oh. after that, we're going to do a review of JoJo Part 6, Part 1. <laughs> yes, I guess. out of probably like five. <laughs> no, I think three, right? Three cores, three. 36, oh. 39. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. I think. We'll see how long this is. Yeah, which, you know, of course, that's due to Netflix being weird with their release schedule. I guess we'll get into that when we get to it. And But before we get into that, Brian, you have something to, do, to discuss, right? So I think mm-hmm. uh, three episodes, four episodes ago, you were talking about how you got into uh, a new subject, perhaps. And what oh. was that? And that shit was uh, K-pop that I've been listening to K-pop recently. Uh, yeah, just like... Um, I don't know, like, not necessarily, like, just, like, pop-pop, but also just, like, Korean R&B as well. I don't know what, like, constitutes as K-pop, but... Um, I mean, just Korean singing? I, I don't know. Yes, yes. Right. Exactly. And so, I've been getting into that, like, slowly, slowly. It's, like, been really good. It found, like, it kind of feels like a goldmine in a way where I feel like they're just producing, like, really good music and there's a lot of good artists that has yet to be discovered it feels like the new the new world of music all right we just mm-hmm. crossed the we just crossed the red line and we're into the new world of k-pop <laughs> wow there you but, go but but you know as i'm like sort of entering um or like one of the really big group called twice um they're pretty up there especially for the girl i feel like they probably might be like the biggest girl group out there because i feel like bts is probably like bigger than all you know i feel like bts is like okay yeah of course everybody knows bts right yeah so i feel like bts is kind of like the um korean group whatever right but twice is pretty up there and so they announced they were going on the fourth world tour and um uh it it was really it it was really weird because um because like honestly like um i tried to get into them way back in the day when they dropped tt and um it hit pretty hard here in the United States. Like a lot of people were talking about it. Everybody was listening to it. Like multiple people were telling me like, Oh, have you listened to TTTT? Right. uh, Yeah, me too. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I really liked it. I like, I thought it was a great song and I tried to get into, I tried getting into it 
and so i was like uh but like i I really didn't like any of their music like i i felt like um it was pretty whack if i'm being honest and so that's fair yeah so that lay dormant for like three three or four years i never listened to k-pop until like uh, my friend my friends got me um because i have a friend that has like a youtube channel and he posts about it and then i have another friend and i don't know i feel like she just has like really good music taste and um So with both of their helps, I've been kind of getting to keep up more and more and finding good artists. And um, it's been pretty chill. But like, I thought I wasn't going to go to Twice because it just didn't line with school. Um, because in Los Angeles, they had uh, the concert on Tuesday, Wednesday, and I would essentially be missing my entire week. Oh, wow. And, yeah, um, you would. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, like I don't want to like sacrifice so much for like a for like a group that i don't even like that much you know like i only know at that at that time i only know tt and like rewind and like like another song and so like i like i'm not gonna go there just like for this group that like you know miss my entire week it's like a lot to give up right sure yeah but um literally like on last monday um my teacher canceled class on friday Uh and um Cause there's also one, so they go to, so they play two two nights in Los Angeles and Friday at Oakland, and okay. I'm like, okay, so you know I can only miss like one class, go Friday, it's President Weekend, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, okay. yeah, yeah, it it just seemed like the perfect time, and like my my friend is like, are we going or not on on Wednesday, <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's just go. Like I just like you know just kind of spur the moment thing. Hell yeah, dude. And so we bought the tickets we get our hotel and then we drive literally the next morning to fucking oakland and um wow we get there on friday night it's whatever but i feel like out of that entire experience i feel like going there bro made me like a pretty big fan i'm not gonna lie um makes sense yeah i think they probably added like i don't know if like if it's just like recent let me look at my spotify because i feel like the most of the songs that i, I ended up like adding to my spotify um, came from a recent album, which like I feel like kind of explains why I didn't like their music before. Maybe okay. they just dropped like a really good album. But here, I feel like here are my key takeaways. If you ever want to go to a K-pop fucking okay. um, concert, number one, it's the city, um, <sighs> bro. Like, I'm, like, fuck. I was really excited to go, bro. But yeah, I feel like Oakland is kind of rough, bro. I'm not gonna lie. What do you mean by that? Well, just like in terms of like being there as a kind of like a tourist, because yeah. you know, if I would have went to Los Angeles, I would have been hella chilling. You know, I know all the spots. You know, yeah. uh, it's super familiar. I have family there. You know, I know how to navigate. I've been to San Francisco once, right? And okay, I yeah, and I made like a quick detour in Oakland, but just because because like I sort of had to, and I didn't really want to, and um. Oh, it's really hard because, like, Oakland's pop- homeless population is, like, really, like, bad. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, so um, it's kind of bullshit because in, in the hotel, you even have to pay for parking. It's, like, $20 a night. Damn. But if you want to, so, like, if you want to drive your car, like, you don't really want to take your car to Oakland because they have, like, a really bad, like, um, window-breaking situation where like you know if you leave your car for like long enough you might come back with a broken window and them just searching your car a lot of people wow. put like cardboard like um signs like there's no values in the sign please don't break window shit like that damn and um at uber it's like you know for like five miles it's like i don't know i haven't taken i have i don't take uber very often so i don't know if this is a lot but like every time we would we'd like uber somewhere 
it's like twenty five, twenty five dollars um a pop, you know, just to get there. And so I, I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like that kind of adds up pretty fast. And then also like yes, you don't. Yes. I thought Oakland, like you know, I thought like okay, it's California. Like no matter what, it has to be more popping than Salt Lake City. Right. But downtown Oakland, there's like literally nothing, bro. Like it's like. Oh my um, goodness. Like there's no like like you want to stay in like well lit areas, um, <laughs> right? There's like literally like there's like a couple bars and there was like a one place I was playing like live jazz music. Oh sweet! But aside from that, I feel like Salt Lake City had like you know more shit to do. You know, like you have like the wow. whole like like Broadway like 300 East or whatever where it has like all yeah. the where it has all like all the bars. You know, you have like the Gateway, City Creek. You know, those kind right. of malls area, the downtown. Like it was more popping and it felt like ways like safer here in Salt Lake City. I felt like Oakland, like I think maybe it was like California, so it's gonna have like a whole bunch of shit or whatever. Right. We walked around. They have like a lake in the city, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'm um, seeing the I'm seeing the pictures right here. It looks nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's like we we went to go to the liquor store to get some some snacks and some uh, drinks or whatever to go back to the yeah. hotel. And like I was, cause like you never know, cause like you know how like in the Jordan River, like some of some some of like the parts can get like really rough with like homeless people as well. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. So I thought like you know that could have been a possibility here, and so like I was kind of sketched out, like oh do I want to walk it? Cause it was like from from the restaurant, cause we got ramen that night. Yeah. The ramen was pretty bomb. I'm not gonna lie. I think it might have been like, I don't know if I was just hungry that day, but like that shit <laughs> hit really hard. It felt like my favorite ramen <laughs> spot, whatever. Let's go. Yeah. 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 But you're like, oh, fuck, we're not just going to go back with, like, no snacks or whatever. And so we went to the liquor store, and it was, like, 20, 20-minute 20 rock. And, like, you don't know, like, you know, what's going to happen. Because, like, right. Oakland, Oakland is just, it's, like, it's so not your home. around there. It's not your no, home, too. You know? No, yeah. exactly. And then it has, like, this bad reputation already on top of it, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, Bro, I swear, I saw some rats bigger than my fucking cat, bro. Like, <laughs> Holy shit, like there's some huge ass ones especially by the lake bro you just see them like scurrying around and like hella running i've never seen anything like that i thought that was pretty crazy they're kind of cute i'm not gonna lie but still kind of scary um wow but so yeah city is definitely important i would have definitely would have preferred to go to los angeles you know i would have had like um like on the day on thursday where i did it where i got there like around three o'clock yes you know I would have been able to, to like do more, get some good food, like maybe visit like a cool spot that I know or whatever, go to the beach, something, you know? Yeah. And like without worrying about my car, about Uber, about parking. Because yeah. like, like I thought it was like, uh, that was also one of my things where like one time I parked in San Francisco and like in like two or three hours, I paid like $100 in parking. Damn, dude. Seriously? Yeah. Dead ass in one of the parking garages in, in San Francisco jesus christ and man. so that that shit piles up quick and so i thought oakland might have been the same because it's literally like a bridge away yeah but um yeah so i feel like definitely pick your cities i feel like i love i don't want to shit on oakland because you know i'm not from there i don't know it much about oakland there's like my first impressions of it but it was pretty yeah, rough. i mean it's rough. It was, well i mean yeah there's also a breed uh, a type of rat called a nutria and they are uh-huh. massive and they do live in lakes so maybe you saw nutrients oh perhaps yeah 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 they're I mean, gigantic it, though they're giant and they're also very invasive as well they, they need to be killed like uh normal rats do there's a ton of them yeah well i can definitely see that because there are some huge fucking rats bro i'm not gonna lie i was fucking scared of those. and then like sometimes you hear like the 
it felt like Pokemon in a way where like you hear like the bu- the fucking bush like rumble, yeah. and you're like, oh fuck, is like a wild Pokemon gonna come out and get me or some shit like that? Um, oh my goodness, yeah. But yeah, like you you see, you hear that a lot, just like the bush is just fucking shaking. Is it a homeless guy? Is it a fucking nutrient rat? You don't know. Is it fucking, <laughs> yeah, you you don't fucking know if you should run or should you stay or hold your ground, whatever. So when you went, Brian, who'd you go with? How big was your group? My group, it was just me and my homie, cause oh, the one that, okay. that has a YouTube channel. Oh, Check him out, okay. JK Reacts. I think he barely just posted a video about our trip. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! So check him out on YouTube, JK Reacts. But um, yeah, so it was just me and him, cause it was super last minute. Cause I told him on Tuesday that I wasn't gonna go, that I was accepting my fate, and like I was gonna say fuck it, I'm not gonna go to Twice. But like I don't know, I woke up Wednesday morning and I'm like fuck, I want to go to Twice, like fuck. And was so, he like, gonna go alone then pretty much no he wasn't gonna go if he didn't have anybody with him oh boy damn that's unfortunate but yeah yeah, yeah. as to me honestly i don't blame him you know like it, it's very uncomfortable going, especially when it's like a i don't know if he ever been to oakland or not but when you go to a new place you don't want to go alone no matter what it's kind yeah of yeah it's a 12 hour drive and then you have to do everything your own and it's kind of hard like you know like i think there is like a pleasure to traveling alone but sometimes something's like it's good to have a homie you know Yes. I mean, if I'm traveling from California back to Utah, I think I think I'll be okay doing it alone. But yeah, yeah going to California from here from California would be kind of kind of scary shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so there's that. So pick your city. I think that's definitely one big tip. Big number okay. 2 is that if you want to go hard at that concert, you have to be prepared to like have your entire fucking day like be centered around the concert. Cause okay. motherfuckers stand the shit out of it. See, it's kind of the thing where like I feel like I'm not a hard like I don't stand them very hard. Like I'm not. Um, well, I guess I'm. I feel like I kind of do consider myself a once now, which is like their fan base or whatever. The fan base is called a once. Okay. But like I feel like before the concert, I didn't consider myself one, so I didn't give a shit about their merch. The merch was ugly as fuck. Uh, <laughs> one thing I did kind of want was like the light stick, which was pretty cool. Yes. But. So apparently merch starts at um uh, starts at one o'clock, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. The earliest that I saw on Twitter that people started to line up was eight. God. And okay. um and so we we were like, uh, we don't wanna wait since eight till eight. Cause we honestly we thought we we're just gonna get some merch and then go visit more of Oakland. There's like called like Almeda or something like that, where it's like kind sure. of like a island, like kinda right off the coast. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, we're going to visit there, just hella chill, and then come back out like around five or six um, to the concert, right? Yeah. And so we, we, we hit the line at one. And um, we, didn't, we didn't end up reaching the merch table until 4.30. Good and Lord. By that time, so we were at one. So like before like they even started selling anything, we were already there. So we got there a little bit early. And so, um, by the time we got there, it was 4.30, and they sold out, like, out of, like, almost everything. They didn't have a light stick, and that's what the only thing my friend really wanted was a light stick, oh, and I man. thought I was going to give myself, like, a keychain or a tote bag. But, like, all of those accessories went out pretty quick. And so, if you if you really do yeah. want to, like, um, if you care about merch, you have to, like, be there at, like, 8 or, like, as early as possible, or else, because... The fucked up thing is people go in there, like the people who are there at very like the beginning of the line. 
Yeah. They go in there and buy 10 of everything and then just kind of walk out like that. And when are, those, kind of, are those scalpers, you think? Probably, huh? Honestly, I feel like they are because they say they're they're for, for their friends. But honestly, like 10 people, like I feel like if you're going to like maybe two or three, even sure. maybe four, I can kind of like, you know, it's kind of like whatever. But if you're buying 10 or 15, you're kind of fucked up, bro. Like I feel like at that point, your friends should be in line with you. You know, I was going to say I do like one friend a favor. And then after that, I'd be like, listen, bro, you want something? Come with me, guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Cause I wouldn't wait fucking like six hours for my friend just for them to pop up. Like you know, like and I gotta be your fucking homeboy. I, but, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but ten or fifteen, I think it really kills it for a lot of people. Cause a lot of people it's didn't bullshit. get to get their life stick, and you don't know if they're being truthful about their friends or whatever. God and damn it, so, dude. and like they do restocks sometimes, but you never know when they're gonna come. So like. You might yeah. have been like the last person, then they re- like restocked the pr- like the person right after you, you know, which Damn. is kind of bullshit. And then like, oh, you can go inside the stadium, um, to get more merch to get because the- I think they're like, oh, we don't have any life sticks in here, but you can get some in the stadium. And you oh, go in man. there, but VIP uh, has already been there for like an hour or two, and so they 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 already got that shit on lockdown as well. Oh my god. So yeah, so definitely if you want merch, um be there early if you don't care about merch i'd say probably get there like maybe an hour maybe hour 30 before doors open and you'll be all right okay okay yeah but uh honestly bro then aside from that i feel like that was like i feel like that was a lot of negative bro yeah it definitely was (laughs) yeah my bad i didn't mean it to sound like it was a horrible experience i think the city could have been better i wish i didn't get merch but whatever, that's fucking. But honestly, no, bro, that fucking. It's good. You you have to say these things. People have to yeah. know because I've heard the same thing when people go to like uh, the Japanese concert, like the Love Live. If when I look at twice, it's like you know people here. There's nine of them, right? Yeah. And it's just like um, a lot of the idols in Japan, really. It looks just like yeah. Them, you know? No, I definitely think so, and I think Japan is also their biggest fan base. Um, I think most oh, of the wow. K- I think most of the K-pop groups make most of their money from Japan really wow yeah because japan just goes hard like that i don't know if they have like a shitload of extra money but like a japan's okay. a really huge market even more than the u.s because they drop um each group would drop uh, a couple japanese albums you wow. know and a lot of them already speak japanese and um in twice's case they actually have three members that are japanese damn okay well never mind yeah good good lord and it seems like uh some of the labels are warner japan so i guess it makes sense yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, a lot of K-pop groups cater to Japan. I think they also, they used to do China, but, like, China, like, you know, has, like, you know, like, sometimes China's complicated. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, for sure, the censoring yeah. and all that, yeah. Yeah, so China, sometimes China's complicated, so I think they kind of lost the market. But oh, uh, I'm not exactly too sure. I'm not exactly too sure. But anyways, anyways, anyways. <laughs> all right, so um, the fucking concert itself, bro. Yes. It's fucking... 10 out of 10 because like even i feel like there was like um a part like kind of like a section like in the middle where um they kind of started playing their deep cuts and i feel like that's where um those are the kind of the songs that i didn't like but like even then um even then i feel like you know they're like dancing they're singing like um yeah of course just like kind of like the concert itself was kind of like even worth it and like everybody's singing, like it's hella good vibes because a lot of people are like really big stands and like, they know all the lyrics and everybody's like, 
like you know if like their song comes out they hella start standing up and singing and like everybody's like in their outfits or whatever yeah so there's definitely a lot of good vibes there because like a lot of people are singing and dancing um but for me it hit like like really really hard towards the end where they started playing a lot of their pop and like kind of their like um yeah kind of like their most well-known songs um i don't know bro like they're like honestly i feel like they're like hella crazy good performers like really talented like and whatever because like um i don't know i just felt like they were like super professional and just they just kind of like honestly they killed it because i feel like i can't never i can't say anything negative about like you know the girls because i feel like each and every like all of them like did their best and like like it seemed like they actually did care because you know you go to concerts like one time i went to like a tyler the creator concert and it was kind of horrible because it it just kind of seemed like um like it just kind of seemed he was letting like you know how like um in concerts they have the song playing by itself and they kind of sing over that yes you know so like you know if they stop singing you can ha- you can hear like the song come up I mean, <laughs> yeah still go or whatever yeah, yeah which is which is not a bad thing you know i i think that is it's like kind of like the standard or whatever you want it's a t- it's a timing thing right for sure yeah but like you know sometimes i felt like kind of like tyler was kind of like not bringing a lot of energy but like you know oh, these wow. girls like they had like the songs playing in the back but you can tell that they were hella singing and they were like really getting into it and um uh it just honestly felt like they really cared about their fans because i feel like they play like three maybe like four encores and um the entire song wanted uh tt to be like the very last song and um they had like a like a little roulette where they spin it and it had like the names of their songs and whatever song it lands on is what they play really that's cool yeah 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 yeah. so i thought that was really cool and everybody was like tt tt and it'd be a different (laughs) song and everybody's like no fuck and like but they they listened to them of course and um and at the very like they kind of forced it to be tt at the very end oh my god but um yeah i just feel like i was honestly really impressed because i feel like um like it it was just kind of awestruck like how hard they were fucking going and like it really do seem like they put like a lot of effort into their shit and tried really hard to put on a good show for everybody and um to have a good time you know like you like i feel like they honestly did like you know were really good performers and um wow yeah 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 it, it was sick the one thing that i kind of don't like about like having nine people is kind of like um i feel like this is kind of my problem with like the mainstream like kind of twice discography okay where like yeah. um i feel like I, I feel like they try to fit a lot into their songs because they're like there's nine people and each people have like their own voice and their own oh. style Okay. and yeah. like you know some i think two or three of them are rappers and so oh wow they okay. mainly focus on rapping and so the the beat switches a lot and like kind of stuff like that you know interesting but yeah. but um yeah I, my favorite group is called red velvet and they only have like five um idols if that's what they're called yeah I'm sure. and and i feel like you don't get a lot of that that's why I, that's why i really i feel like all of the songs flow really well and I just kind of really all, like all this shit, but like twice, um, they have like really good songs, but I feel like sometimes I, f- um, I kind of don't vibe with like a lot of their music, but no, okay, yeah. even saying that, bro, I would like, if I had the chance to go again, I definitely would. It was just Damn. like a really, it was a really great experience. I can't, I can't say anything like more positive about them. They just fucking killed it. Like they fucking slay, 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 slay. Like they oh fucking, my God, yeah, dude. Yeah, they killed that shit, bro. Like, it honestly made everything up. I don't think... I don't think I really had a bad... Like, Oakland was weird. I don't think I'd go again. 
but uh, oh, okay. it, wow. it wasn't definitely bad. But yeah, if I had the chance to see twice again, I definitely would. Even like even like as like a casual fan, not even like the hardcore fan. Yeah. Like honestly, I, I could kind of get why people get like really super hardcore about it. Sure. Yeah. You know, with like all their bias or whatever, like you know who <laughs> they bias and shit like that. I get right. it, and um, yeah, I can say super positive experience. It was really great. It was a tons of fun. Um, yeah, wow. hell yeah. How was like the catering towards it? Like, I know if you go to Otakon in DC and Anime Expo is coming up here soon. When you land at the airport, uh, you didn't go to the airport, but even around the area, and I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna assume it probably wasn't anything, but. I'm going to give you an example. In Otakon, mm-hmm. they have a bunch of banners of, like, Dragon Ball Z, anime, you know, anime fans welcome to the city, you know, because, like, I know a lot of, like, uh, their profits, like, skyrocketed during that time in uh, Washington, D.C. and then in L.A. as well. So they mm-hmm. they marketed like crazy, like, you know, businesses, like, banners everywhere to, like, cater to the anime fans to bring you into the business. How is yeah. that when Oakland, was it anything at all like that? Honestly, I don't think so because... I, wow. Um, the only thing, kind of like the experience with that, where like um, some people would ask you, like the hotel check-in lady, she asked me, like, are you guys here for the concert? And we're like, yeah, we, <laughs> we're here there uh-huh. for the concert. Okay, okay. But um, like I thought that was kind of surprising as well, because like even like on the billboard outside of the arena, like you know how it's like electric and it changes. Right. There wasn't really one for for twice, but um. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was weird. I, I think they only tweeted about it once on the on the Oakland Coliseum's Twitter account. Interesting. Um, but no, but I mean, it was completely sold out. And so... Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Right. It was completely sold out. So I don't think, um, like, marketing was an issue. But no, there wasn't, like, the entire city wasn't, like... Um, it, it didn't... It seemed like it was, like, regular, you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just regular. So nothing really... I mean... How often do they come to U.S. really and to Oakland? It's their first time yeah. in Oakland, probably. Well, that right? was that was the first time they they mentioned that quite a, quite quite a few times. It was their first <laughs> time in Oakland, and this is their fourth uh, U.S. tour. And um, oh, okay. the last time they were here, it was like three years ago. Okay, never mind. Then I guess like it's a little different when uh, you know Otakon has happened in D.C. now for the past four years, and then yeah. Anime Expo has been doing it for like what twenty years. So it's a little different, I guess, when it's just like yeah. a one time concert. Okay. Was like a part of like the culture, you know, like right. everybody's like, oh, here's, you know, Otakon. Oh, here's Anime Expo. Right. You know? Sure, yeah. Okay. K-pop, K-pop groups are kind of weird that way because like in the men's group, um, they get in like weird situations where, because like, you know, in Korea where they have to serve for two years no matter what. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So sometimes like the guys get caught up on like that or like, oh, um, or I feel like a lot of like, um, they're, they're kind of like label company kind of like really mismanages like them sometimes like you get like stories of like oh they had like a really strong debut yeah but then the label never promotes them or do it does anything with them and then three four five years later um they just nothing really happens and so Man. it's kind of surprising but yeah but when bt like if bts goes it twice goes and if you're able to go then fucking go because it's it's an amazing time it's awesome okay yeah i I'll take your word for it, man. That, that sounds badass. That sounds fun. And, you know, I guess mentioning, you know, uh, Anime Expo is coming up soon, and we we, we might go. 
It's not confirmed with Sandstone. Cool. Yeah, we like because it's gonna be it's gonna be in the L.A. center, you know. Uh huh. So you know, it's your hometown where you know. Yes. Yes. So I, mean, I run those streets. Exactly. And, and if you go, it's going to be like, uh, I think, six of us so far, I think, that I got. That oh, go. Anybody that I know? The, the guy you saw, Patrick, at the theater. You saw sort of okay. online. And yeah. then uh, also Nick. And that's uh-huh. it. Okay. The, the rest and, are um, someone you don't know. Around time, like, what, what, what are the dates on that? Uh, July 1st through 4th, man. Oh, bro. I think that would be perfect. I, I feel like we oh. should go. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, everybody's down to go already. Like, so I, I, I was surprised. I'm like, I think everybody's just, you know, you know, I don't know if the pandemic just, you know, canceled two years in a row, Anime Expo, and they're finally yeah. going to do it this year. They're just like, you know what, let's go. And if it, I, I've heard if it's your first, you know, anime, I mean, I've been to conventions, right? But they say if it's your first anime convention, Anime Expo is the one you don't want to go to because it's overwhelming as hell. But Really? Yeah, because it's just a big one. It's the biggest one in the entire world, so, you know, we'll see. Really? Like, even bigger than, a, like, a Japanese one or some shit like that? Yeah, dude. They don't really have uh, um, anime expos there or, like, you know, convention. They have the biggest, like, comic cat, right? They have the comic cat, which is the biggest thing in the entire world, actually. But that doesn't count as an anime con- uh, expo or convention. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it sounds fun. I mean, I think it's going to be a good time to go to the Anime Expo as well. And then it'll, it'll be fun, you know, recording that episode. We can both talk about our experience, yes. not just uh, be one-sided. So. Yeah, sorry if I took over for like 20 No, minutes. I mean, it was your turn. I think I think two of them ago, it was um, my favorite directors, and then that was pretty much my episode. So it's your turn to take over. Ah, okay, okay. Just making sure. No. But yeah. We'd twice. love to hear your voice, Brian. We love you here. Thank you. Twice, 10 out of 10. Go see them. Go support them. Go stand them. Um, hell yeah yes okay ryan let me ask you this then before we transition into our Crunchyroll awards why do mm-hmm. you think that k-pop is much bigger than japanese um singers and j-pop per se you have any idea why i honestly have no idea i feel like um maybe it's marketing in a way because i really i think the people like only japanese music experience is like nine times out of ten is anime and the other one out of 10 is video games you know um you know aside for like asian kung fu generation um i really haven't like you know heard of like a big band that like you know maybe somebody might know you know like if and that's mainly through theme songs you know like i know asian kung fu generation because they did a shit ton of naruto yeah um openings right and so like honestly like I don't know, like, I don't know the question. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if it's just marketing, because I'm pretty sure there's um there's good, like, artists out there in Japan, you know? Absolutely, I feel like I have, yeah. have a couple, you know? Oh, also, Baby Metal. Baby Metal seems to have, like, transcended a little bit here to the U.S. Right. Um, I feel like, also, um, the weird thing about, like, K-pop is I feel like I hate when like rapping in other languages i think we've talked about it before yeah we did where i feel like it doesn't translate well but fuck like honestly bro like those bts motherfuckers they can rap the fuck out of them (laughs) like they're fucking good at rapping like yeah of course and i say that and i say that somebody who doesn't like rapping in like in different languages like aside from like spanish and english like i'm not like i don't (laughs) like it like french rap like you know hell i'm missing with that shit but the British rap, bro. Is that, yeah. British rap, no, fuck no. But um, <laughs> but the fucking BTS dudes, they can rap the fuck out of 
he can rap the fuck out of people, bro. Like, honestly. But honestly, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the coffin there. I think um, the thing is, Brian, Japan is gatekeeping their singers. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Because yeah, definitely. when you get anime over here and Blu-rays or you get video games over here, so a lot of the times the actual music they have gets changed because they don't want us to have that music. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you go on Spotify too, you try to look for like anime openings or, you know, just singers in general or artists yeah, or bands. Exactly. You can't find it because they just have it to their own thing right there and that's it. They just don't care about the world, it seems like. They're so close-minded. I hope, you know, they start learning and they start expanding a little bit because I know, you know there's a few people that, like you say, are um, Asian Kung Fu Generations, Bump of Chicken, there's Fauna. There's some good singers that are known, but you just can't yeah. get their stuff at all. And, yeah, it's just uh, Japan being Japan again with their gatekeeping, which is kind of ridiculous, like trying to get money. Come on, dude. But Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that because sometimes, like, I don't know if you ever done that. If you like try to look up um, an OP and Spotify, um, yeah. it's always a cover. Or yes, exactly. Uh, like the only way you can find it sometimes is through YouTube. And so, yeah, I definitely agree with that where they're gatekeeping it. Absolutely. For sure. It's 100%. It's a fact, actually. Yeah, it's just them. And, you know, there's nothing they can do about it, really. So, but they just suffer together. It's weird because I feel like, you know, like I feel like they're they're all about the bag. So now why? Like, I don't know why. I feel like I I don't know why, but whatever. Exactly. I don't know why either. That's a good. That's good. They're all a bunch of old men still. That's why. How about that? Yes, the aging population and um, everybody's not having babies. Exactly. Have babies. Speaking of having babies, let's transition to the Crunchyroll Awards. Yes. Okay. Okay. Best segue ever? Question mark uh no it's, it's questionable not. it's questionable yeah, it's, it's bad. okay um we're gonna talk about our 2022 winners for Crunchyroll awards you know the most uh esteemed awards there is to talk about of yes. course and brian we're gonna skip the best voice actor performance from everything except for english and japanese is that fair sure because there's a uh, russian german portuguese french castilian and and uh spanish and you know, they just know Bro, point, what really. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I mean, no disrespect to them, but we just don't listen to that, you know, at all. So there's no point going over it. Are you on a different, um, are you on the Crunchyroll website or where are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm on crunchyroll.com slash anime awards slash winners slash index. Just go to Google. Because oh, I, I was on anime news. Oh. Now nah, go to um, the actual website. You should get the same thing we got last time. The whole tabs and everything. Oh, okay. Crush World Awards 2022. Yeah, it says hmm. right there. And the winner is, and you scroll down and you go oh, to see. Oh, I found all the it. Winners. I found it. Yeah. Oh, yes, weird. yes, yes. Okay, I found it. So, should we start from the bottom? From start the top? Start from the bottom. Yeah. So, this year's, I think I mentioned this three years ago, right? They had my favorite Crunchy World Awards, was had that, they had that wrestler, and he was the host. He was amazing. He honestly carried that award. He knows. Like, you know, he was hilarious doing a bunch of those, you know, Naruto, you know, hand signs. It was funny as shit. He was funny and he was like carrying it. And like, there was this funny part when guys like, well, it's too bad you can't watch Carol on Tuesday because that's on. And that's all the time we got, you know, it, it was it was funny. But and then last year, because the pandemic Lovato, we had the <laughs> we had the VTubers pretty much do it. Right. Like uh, the Hime and then the Asian guy, they had like their own like VTuber thing yeah. happening. 
And now this year we had nothing at all. They just announced the winners and they called it good. No, no shit. Bruh, what the fuck? Isn't that weird? Yeah, it was hella boring. It was really boring. When I heard about it, I'm like, wait, I was excited to see the stream again. Even if it was just kind of a, you know, the same kind of stream with like just that Asian dude. I mean, I don't, I don't know his name. I'm just gonna call him an Asian dude, but it's unfortunate. <laughs> we just got the winners and that was it. So, I guess without further ado, let's get started. You want to start us off, Brian, with uh, best VA English voice actor? Yes. So the winner goes to David Wald for Anoske Shindo or Adam mm-hmm. for Skate the Affinity over wow. fucking. I f- I thought it was gonna be Yuji, um, the voice oh. actor who played Yuji, but I guess whatever. Honestly, I don't care about English voice actors, so sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay, I guess for next oh. one, yeah, best voice performance by a Japanese is Yuki Kaiji, which he's done Eren Yega, of course, Eren all Yiga. of Attack on Titan, <laughs> and it's. I think that, um, in my opinion, it should have been Aoyuki, as we know, she carried that <laughs> show. You. She carried that show easily. If it wasn't for her, that show would be unbearably. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> I feel like it's probably not good, anyways. Damn. No, but Kaiji's great too, though. He deserves this too. He's he's done, you know, the memes and everything about that. It's, he's been great, really. He's performed yeah. a little, little kid. Now he's older. He's pretty. He's pretty impressive. He can do that. All. So that's it for that one. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so we're now moving on to best film winner. Oh God. And who would have guessed it? That is Shirobako the movie. Let's go. Hey! Yes. Hey. Shirobako. <laughs> Nah, yeah, just the card goes wild. Uh, it's fucking Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, which we all saw coming, but whatever, whatever. I, dude, honestly, it should have been Evangelion. It should have been Evangelion. I'm sorry. It should you not think have so? been. It's it better? should have been Eva. It's so. No. I'm sorry. No, because Mugen Train broke all the fucking records. So I feel like it'd I'm... be like. It, it'd be. I'd feel like uh. not as a Demon Slayer fan or like fan of the movie. I would have felt like it would have been a snub if they didn't give it to Mugen Train. I mean, I'm just saying, in my opinion, what's the best film? That's what I mean. But yeah, mm. you're right. Demon Slayer was the obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on before I get mad. Best comedy goes to Comey Can't Communicate by Studio That's OLM. weird. I agree. Is it not even done, like, um, airing? It's done. It's a, it's, it's a funny show. It was great. Honestly, if... Uramichi wasn't here. I would have said yeah easily. Uramichi was just you know had a bunch of uh, superstar voice actors, but yeah, Komi is really funny. It was a great show. You know, social anxiety is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make fun of our anxiety. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to best fantasy. Uh it is the time I got reincarnated as a slime. No, season two. No, which dude, this is wrong. Which I'm surprised it'd be to your eternity because everybody was fucking loving to your eternity. Ranking of Kings, what the fuck? I feel like this one definitely like Dude, came out of nowhere. Jobless Reincarnation. No, Ranking of Kings is great, but best fantasy should be Jobless Reincarnation. I'm sorry. It really should be. That's a fantasy that's done great and good as hell. Stupid. Unfortunate. Yeah, no, it, I feel like this one definitely is no because everybody yeah. was on to your eternity stick. Everybody's been on Ranking of Kings dick. Um, oh, I guess you said I, I, that's that just me, job yeah, was reincarnation. <laughs> that's just me. No, no, no. All right, all right. Moving on then. Best action winner, to no surprise, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2 by Studio Mappa. I mean, sure. It, great action yeah. scenes. I actually like these action scenes more than I think you said too, right? In Demon Slayers, that they were done well. 
They're pretty cool. The I felt like Itadori's fight and um, Ayoi's fight was really good. Aside from that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like their two fight, and then the final fight with him and the girl against the two uh, demon brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. okay. I'm just saying. It was solid. The Gojo fights really aren't that good. It's just kind of one-sided. Hot take. Yeah, because he just, like, shits on them. Yeah. Okay. So, best drama winner goes (laughs) to To Your Eternity. I'm I'm glad they won. Well, I'm not glad. Oh, actually, I'm not glad they won. Oh my no. god, what the no, fuck? No, <laughs> bro, what the fuck is this? Your eternity. I know it's bullshit, dude. Uh, people don't have taste nowadays. Dude, I feel like we're gonna be complaining. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna be hell complaining for each one of them. But I know. Uh, I guess to your eternity gets it. Wow, he used to be a rock, and now he's a dog. Who would you vote now, in? Fruits basket or Aw taxi? Probably a, uh, probably fruits baskets. I don't know. Yeah, me that's too. a hard one for, for drama. I would too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and for the next one, then best romance is Horimiya, Horimiya. Which do you agree? I didn't. I didn't watch this show. Out of all of them, it's the only one I didn't watch actually. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I heard it's good. Well, I though. feel like I feel like it couldn't be fruits fruit baskets. Maybe B stars. Because you, you really didn't get to see much of that bunny this season and, and Legoshi. Yeah. Haru and Legoshi. That's right. This season. Yeah. I'm surprised Komi can, Can't Communicate didn't get it, but... Not a lot of romance happened in that show, though. So, no, it, it makes... I, I, I'd i give it to Horimiya or Fruits Basket. Okay. For sure. Okay. Best fight scene. Winner goes to... It was a fight <laughs> we're talking about. Yui Atsudori <laughs> versus Ai Todo versus Hanami. That was the a good fight. Black Flash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boogie Boogie. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. My brother. Uh, I yeah. won't complain about that one. It's good. It's yeah, good. I won't complain about that. Um, that one's valid. That one's valid. Yes. All right. Here, oh, here we go. So, best antagonist is Eden Yeager. Of course. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, no, but okay. I don't, think that, I don't think they know what antagonist means, but okay, whatever. Yeah, they don't know the concept. They don't know the concept of an anti-hero. Yeah, I guess not. All right. I mean, I feel like Yano is pretty great, but not wouldn't say the best. I don't know anything about Adam or Teta Kisaki. Honestly, or or Knuckles. It'd be Knuckles for me. I kid not. Everybody else, I mean, you know, you have Dio being Dio from Iskete Infinity. I don't like Kisaki at all, and Tomura is just an edge lord. Oh my god. Okay, so we're going to go with the best protagonist, and the winner goes to Eden Yeager. Let's go. <laughs> okay. No, All just right. kidding. I'm actually really surprised about this one. This one's definitely a tier A tier fucking pick, bro. Yep. Virgin fucking Otokawa. That's fucking ten out of ten, bro. That's awesome. Can suck me sideways right there, bro. I love it, man. Can I complain about that? Yeah, Otokawa I love this one. Absolute Fine. unit. Yep. Finally got some good ass recognition. I fuck with that pick. I fuck with that pick. All right. I guess moving on. Says no complaints. The best character design goes to Tadashi Hiramatsu for doing a Jujutsu Kaisen. I, yeah, I mean, I I would nah. say that for me nah, it's Vivi. They look basic. They look basic. I mean, I'm not. No, for me it's Vivi or Ranking of Kings. I love Ranking of Kings One Piece inspired designs. And you know how 
One Piece Dan I am. And Vivi's just also great. So Yeah. Vivi for me though. Yeah, I say are toxic because they look like animals, but then when they go back to humans, they also look like animals. Yes. So 10 out of 10 for that. That is pretty great, actually. Okay. All right, so best director. Ooh, and it goes to Baku Kinoshita from Odd Taxi. Let's go. Dude, his debut. Oh, my God. Let's go, yes. man. What a, what a fucking, fucking badass. Bro, I hope they send him that crunchy roll of freaking award through the mail. And now he has it hanging on his fireplace. Oh, yes. I'm Sony boy, just stop. All right, I'm done. I'm not, you know what? It's just, okay, I'm moving on. Best score <laughs> goes to Yuki Kaijura and Go Shina for Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Mugen Train arc. So, boo, really, dude? tomato, 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 tomato. I mean, bro, really? Fucking. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember any of the songs from Demon Slayer. I mean, I remember just like the last fight scene with Rengoku and that demon, how it picked up the cool like song that they played. That's it though. Like, I don't know. Vivi just, okay. For me, it's Vivi. I'm sorry. Nah, I don't remember anything from that fucking movie. Okay, <laughs> so we got Best Girl. Oh no. Goes to Nabara Kugisaki, which I mean, I guess you kind of see it. I feel like fucking Fruit Basket is getting so oh my snubbed God. right now. Like, snubbed to, like, no freaking end. Because I feel like it oh should at least... Like, I'm glad that Autaxi won a couple. Yeah. But I feel like Fruit Basket should have won a little bit more. I, it should but have. Nabunga, BS. I mean, Nabara. Nabara is definitely solid. Can't complain. Cool. But kind of wish it was Honda-kun. Me too. For me, it'd be Toru easily. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I love her so much. But right. Nabara's not a bad pick. Nabara's not a bad pick. She's a better soccer, easily. Okay. Yes. Best boy. Oh, oh. Boji. Ricky the King. It's the fucking Boji. Oh, dude, this is my son. I'll defend Boji. Yes. To the ends of He's this literally is... a boy. Yes, this is the best choice you can pick. He's just a boy you want to protect. You know, he's trying his hardest in this cruel world that is like, you know, he's destined to fail, but he's trying his hardest. Oh, look at his face right there. Oh, my goodness. It's. Yes, that's the pick. Very kawaii. A cute boy. I'm surprised the Tokyo Revenger boys didn't get one. Because everybody was hardcore simping for those motherfuckers. I don't like Mikey, but yes, uh, Dragon could have been. He could have been up there. Yeah. Okay. So we got best ending sequence winner, which went to Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Dude, what is this? That's bullshit. It is bullshit, bro. Why is Literally, this... B-Stars incorporated their ending theme to their fucking story in, like, a sad, beautiful way. What the fuck? B-Stars got snubbed so hard. Yeah, And if so you don't fucking... agree with this, you have not watched the ending. And you know what? Fuck off. You're wrong. Yeah, dead ass, bro. You're like, wrong. It was low-key beautiful the way they did, they did that shit. Like, incorporating everything to the fucking anime and... That's bullshit. That's I think bullshit. last time we were here, I said, uh, you know, Al Yugi did great. But in reality, though, I mean, it's B-Stars, man. I mean, God, come on. It's, this it's... this is definitely the biggest snub so far. Dude, it's freaking... Why are they doing this? It's just the movie, but it's the recap, dude. Come on. That's BS. Yeah. Whatever. Um, that's so dumb. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Best opening sequence goes to Attack on Titan, Shinsei Kamatachin. 
I heard that one didn't hit hard with the fan base. That was my favorite opening of all Attack on Titan. It, it is open? Your favorite? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Never so, mind then. In Attack on Titan, yeah, it's the best one. But no, for me, Attacks, you should have got it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, no, that's so chill, good, so chill. Dude. It's because, like, people right. kinda, maybe, I think even over this, how people just consider OPs the song. And that's just not the way you see it. It's everything. And the way Odd yeah. Taxi, you know, showed everybody. And then they even skipped, like, half the opening sometimes to get to the show to make it longer. So, But it still worked perfectly. It was perfect. It was just a chill freaking vibe. And, like, the slowly, like, the more the more you watch the anime, the more the opening makes sense. And, like, the little Easter eggs that you just yes. completely ignore. Exactly. Absolute uh, awesome OP. Uh, whatever. That's two whatever. snubs. Okay, best animation. Let me guess, Demon Slayer. Uh, it's Demon Slayer, Kimatsu no Mugen Train arc. I mean, okay, a lot of people like Ufootables animation, so you can't be mad. You can't be mad. I'm can't mad, mad, dude. This is still the train because, arc recap. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah, mad Yeah, I feel like it, it should have gone to KyoAni, honestly. Dude, KyoAni. That shit was badonkers even more. Yes. And if not Kiwani, which studio did an awesome job in Vivi? And if not even Vivi or Kiwani, I'd give it to Jobless Reincarnation. They made a whole studio just to make this anime. <laughs> and it's fucking yeah. good, too. It looks great. Demon Slayer looks amazing. You know, there's no doubt about it. But seriously? That's enough. Yeah, All right, I agree. Whatever. Now, Brian, before I go to Anime of the Year, any guesses? Uh, AOT. Oh, uh, well, you're right. Tag on Titan, <laughs> final season, part one, Studio Mafia. Yeah, I feel I like mean, that one, we all knew it was coming. Yeah, unfortunately. This, Bro, little zero for fruit baskets. What the fuck? That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. One of the best animes that ever ended. Of the decade. Didn't get, yeah, didn't oh. get shit. And Sunny Boy got fucking nominated for this bitch, but not fucking so fruit baskets. This is dude. Whatever. I mean, uh, there, yeah. there's three shows that I'd pick over AOT. I mean, no, just two really. Odd Taxi and Ankin of Kings, easily. But, come on. Yeah, but we all knew it was going to go to AOT, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was scared for Sonya Boy getting it. I would have been honestly furious, but. <laughs> I feel like that would have been such a slap to the face. I know. To everybody. I don't even know who that pleases. It pleases people who think that they're smarter than you. The pretentious fucks? Yes. Well, I mean... Damn, so did we do it as fast as like they did it on the fucking live stream or what? Probably. I mean, I bet they went over everything. Like, you know, oh, anime of the year is JJK, ranking of kings, 86, and then here's the winner. Whatever, but no need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, if we named every fucking nominee. So overall, Brian, what do you think of this? What do you think of this um, lineup? I feel like there were some good picks, some bad picks. Um, fucking, it's I don't know how Fruit Baskets didn't win anything. What the fuck is that shit? I have zero idea how that went. Um, yeah. but I mean, I feel like overall, I'd give it like a six. It okay. wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It was a little slightly better than it was horrible, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know but what's it's even sadder, But it's kind of whack how they have no fucking announcers. What's sadder? What's sadder is Heike Monogari didn't get anything either. Where's my Heike? Uh, they didn't even get nominated. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, really? I mean, best art style? I'd probably give it to Hey Kid, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, too. Maybe best directing? Like, it was damn good as well. Like, it's just... I don't know. Well... I'm with you though. I give it about a five. As well. I'm, I'm right in the middle. I think it's okay. Yeah. Not to you know, it gave it gave uh, Odd Taxi a shout out, Orakawa, and best director, and they gave my boy Boji best boy. And yeah. So, you know. I'm yeah. Not, there, there was some good picks. There were some good ones, but you know, Fruits Basket getting snubbed like crazy, and the B stars Edie getting snubbed. What the what what is this? Okay. Yeah. But. Luckily for us, there's other lists like um, Under the Scope. I think I mention them every year as well. They do their list. Um, he does his list. It's uh-huh. his last one of the. He says it's his last one he's gonna ever do. He says, and his best idiot was actually B Stars, and yeah. his anime of the year was actually Heike Monogatari as well. Yeah. So I mean, he's definitely more valid, obviously. A, a man of culture, I see. Yeah, he- Heike got no love at all, dude. Seriously, he got it at a weird time. You know, and just got no love at all. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. I feel like the biggest love of this was fucking Islam Grand Chavez getting the best Russian performance winner over Polina Rishkova oh, yeah. of Monkey D. Luffy of One Piece. <laughs> the fucking audacity of these fucking bitches. Wait, How dare they? What language is this? Russian? <laughs> yeah, it's Russian. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my the God. biggest fucking travesty in this entire list. Dude, if you go to any of these other, they're all shonen. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're literally yeah. just shonen. Yep, I mean, that's the way it goes. Everywhere else around the world loves shonen, which is why they, you know, they get so pi- Demon Slayer so big because of that, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess with that, man, should we call it good and move on to JoJo? Sure. Sure. Um. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm ready. All right. I so am ready. We are doing JoJo's Part Six: Stone Ocean, and it Part is One. Part One. It is an ONA. <laughs> first time we've seen that, I think. Original net animation, because it comes directly to Netflix. It comes in chunks. I think we got the first thirteen or twelve. Right? What was it? Twelve. Uh, thirteen, no. Uh, it's thirteen. I think you're right, and of yes. course, is done once again by Studio David yeah. Production. Sources a manga, of course, by the great Araki, and the genres are action, adventure, and the demographics are shonen, technically, but technically not as well. And yeah, well, Brian, getting into part six, we talked about our impressions, um, mm-hmm. oh, you know, some time ago. And I was very yes. high on it. And you were kind of, you know, in the middle because you were only about three episodes in, right? Now, yeah. now that you're done watching it, what are your overall impressions? Fucking delicious. Goated. Beautiful. Golden, yes. I feel like it's so bullshit that they're not doing this weekly. I heard. Because it deserves to be done weekly. Yes. Like, honestly, like, it's so bu- bullshit because, like, honestly... Um, after like episode three, like I accidentally binged like all of it. Like it was just so good. I didn't want to stop watching. Happened to me too. Yep. And so, um, yeah. So honestly, I think it's great. I think Joylene's like a fantastic, uh, protagonist. I feel like I kind of like how, um, they started with her backstory 
a little bit more than everybody. Right. Because, yeah. like, cause like, now we kind of know the way that she is. Because Jotaro's a fucking shitty ass dad. Naturally. But when we got Jotaro, we just knew that he was, like, fucking moody for God knows why, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, he was just, like, this fucking problem child that was just, like, fucking dickhead. Edgelord but he did have good character development. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> but... But yeah, honestly, I freaking Jolene's fucking great. Uh, what was what about you? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I mentioned this, but you know, I think JoJo's part of six is becoming one of my favorites. I don't, and we're I can't. It's just becoming it. I'm not saying it is because it might, you know, it might, it might suck later on. I don't know how it's gonna mm-hmm. end and whatnot. I don't know anything about it. But I think all the hate it's gotten from what I seen, you know, with like the shit post Crusaders and. Just people talking about it. I thought it was going to be, like, not good. Not as good as not even part four. I thought it might have been the worst one yet. But I'm like, you know, it's JoJo. It's going to be funny. But no, I mean, everything about it is great. Like you said, too, Jolene's backstory was awesome. I like the side characters here, you know. Yeah. Like, you got Foo Fighters, uh, Weather Report. He came in a little bit later. <laughs> Bro, Weather Report is fucking he's, the greatest. Uh, he's whispering, man. That voice is great, you know. And... I think a lot of what has to do with um, the voice actress as well. I know, like I mentioned this, she really loves this role. She wanted to do JoJo. And yeah, I Ferris is doing an amazing job. Like she really mm-hmm. has that delinquent kind of tone, you know, like when you hear her auras, they're, they're great. Yeah. You feel them. And you know, when she yells, it's just so like delinquent, like, and it's perfect. It's like, a it's perfect. yeah, no, she's definitely 10 out of 10 killing it. She, she was like the perfect cast. Amazing. Um, for the job, because a lot of people, well, because I think there was like a lot of not like controversy, but a lot of hype. Like, oh yeah, she definitely wants to be Jolene. She wants to be like yeah. this and this and this, and so like she actually got it. Yeah, and uh, she's killing it. So that's great. That's definitely a two thumbs up in my book. Yeah, another thing I like to mention too was the sound design. JoJo's always had a great sound design, and this one is no different. You know, especially with Part Three when Dio did the world, though you get that crazy bass. Like, exactly and we're getting the same thing here with um emporio with his like ability he can like take you to other like rooms you know by touching mm-hmm. you and you have that cool like sound effect sounds ep- yeah it's just, like just like these sounds that are, are so ridiculous but it works well and i love it for it i mean so far it's been great and it's unfortunate because like i think i mentioned this before but we just seemed like uh jojo comes and then it dies for like a yeah. while it's been dead right now no one knows about it until we get the next core which is gonna be in springtime man good good lord yeah well it sucks because like there's always like that um two year in between because a lot of people was it two years since part five already oh yeah it has huh 2019 yeah so like three years um god well technically did it come out in december i don't know but um yeah honestly it was two years and a lot of people I don't know. I feel like the internet was really shitty about this because they kept saying that it should be skipped for part seven. Yes, exactly. Which, which I feel like if anyone that's probably going to get skipped, it might be part seven because I feel like it's going to be so expensive to make. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Just because of all of the fucking horses. Yeah. And so, no spoilers or anything, but like, there's a shitload of horses and it's like, isn't it like horses like the hardest thing to animate? Yeah, because uh, the skill set for it is gone now. Kind of like doing Gundams. It's just gone. People that did it before, yeah. the, you know, the technique for it. So it's going to be a lot of outsourcing, maybe a lot of bringing back retired people, perhaps, to do this. Yes. You know, like we've seen sure, it in Shirobaku. We've seen it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and like so. looking here, eighty six thousand users on my anime list seems mm-hmm. kind of low. Wait, what? What for? For part, Stone part Ocean? Six, yeah, and then Power Five has five hundred thousand. I'm getting two hundred ninety two thousand on uh, Part Five, Part Six. Part Six, yeah. Really? What are you on exactly here? Uh, my anime list. I'm getting eighty six. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Are you on the manga, per chance? Oh, never mind. You're right, you're right. That's still pretty low, I guess. And then 800k for part 5. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But we we're, we're only starting. Don't don't get don't get your panties in the bunch. I know. I'm just mad that, you know, all the hate for it, but it is not it's not warranted at all. It's like it's this is awesome. This is fun so yeah. far. You know, uh, especially Foo Fighters being being crazy, being a stand now, stroll straight yeah. and just, you know, the whole lo- the whole water thing. Oh, my God. It's just hilarious. Well, it's just always so good getting, like, the new crop of Joe Bros. Because, like, exactly. honestly, like, there's there's some people I don't know who exactly is a Joe Bro. Because there's also, um, uh, what's the face? Uh, he was with Weather Report. Um, Emporio? Oh. No. Uh, That's right. And Natsui? That's right. That's yeah, yeah. Narcisco, we don't know anything about nothing. I don't even know their gender. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Right. But um. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, it says he. So yeah. Okay. So like yeah, we know like literally like nothing about him. It was just it was so cool. And four year brought him in. <laughs> yeah. Him and whatever four were just sat standing there looking all sexy and shit. <laughs> yeah, on, on the piano <laughs> and like, inside the piano, like what the fuck, dude? Bro, my favorite part is like Weather Report doesn't like to talk a lot. And yeah. when he does it, it's like super up close to you, and he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. whispering in your ear. But then, like, yeah. but then as soon as they start fighting, <laughs> he starts like yelling and talking normally. Yeah. Like, so that quickly goes out the fucking window. <laughs> I love it. So dumb. Yeah. What was uh, your, your favorite you... fight, I guess, so, in this so far? Uh, let me look at the episode list really quick. I think it ha- probably has to be. Um. I'm kind of feeling the the one in the of the water when they're okay. fighting like in the tractor or whatever with Foo Fighters. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, because I feel like that one was kind of a mindfuck. Like, like who was like the you know the imposter and like. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was. It was weird because like, like I kind of knew that the body of Foo Fighters was in there, but then she just like hella dies like really quick. Like what the fuck? Oh and God. so we actually never like get to know the person who was actually the body of food fighters and so i thought that was really interesting um yeah i just like um i like aramis and um fucking joyling teaming up and switching and all that kind of shit yeah and yeah it it was really great but what about you i'm i'm mixed between that one or the the gambling one where like they had to make a bet and oh yeah you got to make a bet and then you know that that stand is pretty weak but yet the most op ever oh yeah 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 well they Where make I have a to bet. take everything of equal values yeah. yeah you make a bet and then whatever happens like okay if you don't have the money then he'll take your fucking organs and then yeah like, oh now i'm gonna take uh what like jolene's heart or some shit and she's still alive or like what yeah. was it her liver i forget what it was something ridiculous and she it was, was like, her liver <laughs> yeah no, I, I think it was Hermes liver ah uh, yeah and she was still alive for a while and then you know it was just they were trying to um, what were they doing afterward with with the ping pong paddle or something, right? Trying to 
like I forgot what it was, but that that whole thing was good with that stand. And there's also yeah. um later on with um that one person that can he's like a weirdest stand ever. What was it? Um, the guy that can like uh, what was his fucking name, dude? The like Jack Spark? the bullet. Oh no, the monkey dude. The monkey dude, yeah, Jack, yeah. Bro, that shit was like, <laughs> wow. So how come both of us didn't say like that fight with other reports was our favorite? Is there something that you didn't like about it? No, not really. I don't know. Maybe just because I, I had a, I think I had a bigger impression with just that gambling one. How it was, um, just, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it, it was a good fight too, though. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely was. It and, just seems yeah. like, I feel like it kept, it kept like 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 random ass rules like kept being made and shit like that. Or like, yeah, exactly. I don't know, but what I really, it's kind of weird because like in like literally all, I think in every episode there's like at least a fight, isn't there? Yeah, or like or two part or two episodes for one fight. Like you know, you got. Uh, Operation Savage Guardian Part One and Part Two for two episodes with uh, that monkey guy, and then I yeah. think like three episodes for like that tractor. Yeah, but yeah, more. Or Which less. honestly, I thought it was really. That's what I kind of appreciated. What what I really appreciated because like when I was watching um. Part four. Oh man, yeah. I feel like a lot of the fights were kind of like unnecessary or some shit, you know. Yeah. Right. Where, where I kind of felt like it was like a little bit too much. Um, like, especially like the one episode, I'll never stop being triggered by it, but the one episode where, where Rohan is literally playing, um, Janken with that one kid and it's just like super over the top and like, uh, I don't know. It was like the cringiest episode ever. And oh my so, God. Wow. That's right. And like, I feel like in part five, they didn't fight every episode, did they? Um, I don't, you know what? I don't think Cause so. there was kind of more of like kind of like um planning and strategizing and like what to do next and it didn't feel like they were fighting all the time but i don't know i just keep feeling like i i, I kind of feel like part six is like part four but better like you know like yeah. i don't want to be fucked up because a lot of people do like part four but it's, yeah. like i feel like i feel like part six is like more aligned with part four but um I just, like, love the over-the-top, and, like, I feel like Jolie and Aaron May is always, like, fucking screaming and just, like, being fucking um, loud and shit, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm with you there. Absolutely. Just something about this one, just... It feels right, you know? No, yeah. Nothing feels too much. Like, there's not, you know, a lot of... You know, there's an episode where they, they go out and, um, you know, farm, and... A crazy thing happens and they get into a fight, but it doesn't seem like it's like out of nowhere. It kind of it just fits, and then yeah, same thing with that monkey guy. And then you know whether fucking weather reporter makes a fucking like a suit, you know, to like for oxygen to protect them both. Because mm-hmm. yeah, and then the ending though, man, the ending hurts, dude. You get a cliffhanger ending. It's like what the hell, really? Yeah, and this is this is what really hurts to have this come out in cores like this. Well, yeah, because like you never you you're just holding on to that suspense. But I just feel like, um, like thirty weeks of fucking JoJo going on that'd be fucking crazy, you know? It'd be it'd be awesome, man. It'd be like part yeah. two, like part five, yeah. Yeah, part five. I remember like everybody was tuning in, and like as soon as the new episode was over, you go straight to a subreddit or yeah. Discord or wherever the fuck you have like a community at. Yes. And just all kind of digest it all together. And, like, I, that's why I feel like I love JoJo. Because I like I feel like a lot of people say it's overhyped or whatever. But, honestly, 
like having like like six great parts is like fucking amazing you know like i can't yeah. i don't know i don't know anime that has like seven good seasons i feel like the only thing that comes to mind is like monogatari <laughs> right now, one right? piece <laughs> and um would you is there any that has like like kind of like a long-running anime that they are like consistently good um, I'm trying to really think of something like that. Maybe like as long as part six, like this hundred episodes. Oh, advent uh, AOT. As uh, at eighty episodes, really though. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the entire series. Yeah, it's about eighty episodes. Yeah. So no, I mean this has like a hundred plus episodes now, and yeah, maybe you know not even one piece anymore because you know i have my the the anime the with my gripes on it is not you know a lot of it's skippable really because it's just a lot of recap recap but this is a, this is just it's a very digestible show you know jojo really you can go into it and just binge it without even wanting to yeah and yeah i'm trying to think of another show like it but yeah i mean there's maybe monogatari you're right like is other than that is consistency in a show is rare to find really like I would say, ranking the kings, but it's just gonna be like one little core. So like you know, yeah, we're not gonna ever probably see the ending of that either. So yeah, so I feel like that's definitely special where you have like multiple seasons, like each twenty, thirty plus. You know, right? Um. Oh, fruit baskets. That's three like... good seasons for sure. Solid. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's always amazing. I feel like Araki doesn't get like enough love because i know like you know he does have his following with like jojo but i feel like a lot of people hate jojo for being jojo okay but um i feel like they're honestly missing out because it's just like an amazing experience i feel like it's special i feel like it's i feel like it's really special like up there with berserk and one piece you know the thing about it right with one piece and berserk i read the manga i don't feel that urge with jojo to read the manga really no like i feel the anime is maybe, I mean, I think it could be just superior maybe because the sound that Dave production does and the voice acting we've got with Jolene. Yeah. Maybe. But like, you know, with uh, Berserk and One Piece, I just had to go out and read it instantly. And But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the manga is not good because obviously I know it is. People love Part 7. People love all the manga before the anime came out. But I think just having, I think out of all three of them, this is the only one that has a good anime. Because like... yeah. I mean, I guess One Piece has gotten better now, honestly, with one. I've seen some of the fights. They're they're damn good now. But, you know, you can't excuse Dressrosa's disaster and, you know, no Whole bullshit. Cake's disaster, how horrible the animation is. Like, this, you know, but, like, and then Berserk also. It's just, we don't talk about Berserk's animation at all. But it's just, like, <laughs> you know, like, out of the three shows, you're right, Brian. This is probably, overall, the best anime because... You know, like if I were to recommend somebody an anime, I never recommend Berserk to anybody to watch the anime. I, I just can't do it in good conscience. And same with yeah. One Piece. I'd be like, yeah, if you want to get into it, go ahead, you know, watch uh, the show. But, you know, if you want to actually digest everything and catch up fast, just buy the box sets on Right Stuff, you know, 1 to 125. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to fucking read One Piece anyway. But... Yeah, I mean, it's a special show, Brian. There's no doubt about it. It's a damn good yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. This is good. I mean, Araki does get a lot of love, but you're right. He should get more since he's not really, you know, when people talk about goats and stuff, you always hear, like, Oda and, you know, uh, the Berserk. Tagashi. Yeah, of course. Tagashi. Yeah, of course. You get, like, those ones, right? But, yeah, I mean, Araki's been pretty damn up there as well. He's been, every every year, been working and working on JoJo's, and he's finally taking a break now. So, I mean, good for him. Yeah. And I think he's still even coming up with a part nine anyways. Yeah, I mean, there's always more to do, I guess. Yeah. 
But I mean, I'm oh. glad though. I think because of the anime, Araki's getting more of his uh, fame because, you know, back in the day when this came out in just manga form, no one gave a shit about it. And so, even when the OVAs came out in the 90s, no one cared about JoJo still because they skipped everything all the way to part three. Made no sense. So Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah, so definitely, I feel like it's definitely like David Productions, like adaptations. Like, it's weird because, like, didn't they have like a couple of bad animes recently? You, Brian, you said this last time, but no. Oh, Fire Force, yeah. Well, sales at work. <laughs> I, I always think about Fire Force. <laughs> I oh, think that's what God, always triggers Brian. me is that it's fucking Fire, work, Fire Force. But I don't know. I feel like they're adapting this perfectly, so I can't even be mad. Well, like they're the kings of fucking JoJo. No, there's no one better that can do it. And I mean, if 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 you heard that Studio Mappa was getting it, what would happen? Bruh, I fucking dropped that shit in the heartbeat. That's what I mean. Like, David Production's been doing a good job with the sound, with the the casting, of the voices, you know. And I think after this part six, they're gonna take like a a break for like maybe three four years to do part seven. Honestly, I think they really are. For the horses? Not not for the horses mainly, but because they also picked up a show called Urusei Yatsura, which this came out in the 80s, and they're finally making a new one, and David Production picked it up, and it's about a 50-episode show, so that's a whole year there. Yeah. So they're going to take a year off for they, you know, making this show, and maybe they're going to try to find someone to do the horses too. But Yeah. So I'm glad, though. Urusei Yatsura is great. I'm glad 70 show getting brought back, but anyway, we need more JoJo, and I think we're gonna get a break about three, four years. Because actually, part six, part five came out in 2018, Brian. I was wrong. That's a long time ago. Oh yeah, huh? Holy shit, dude. Fuck. Well, I love part five, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? Fuck. I'm um, sorry. Uh, fuck. I think it had to do something with David Productions. Um. You're you're not a fan of Fire Force. <laughs> no, I fucking hate Fire Force with all my heart. Fucking DP. But I like, don't know. I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever not, did you ever acknowledge Fire Force's like sound? Because it, it it was good too. Like their music? No, like the sound effects. You know when the fire and explosions and you know the fire went muda 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 muda. Well, it's not really they didn't really do mudas, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, bro. I jumped ship pretty early so i guess i didn't notice it that much guess you're right guess you're right Ah, uh, fuck i wish i could remember but i don't but yeah so in conclusion well not conclusion of the topic of course but like um <laughs> yeah i just really love the cast of the show like I, f- I feel like everybody's just like so great um yeah like i just want to know more ab- about the the other dude but everybody kicks ass. Like I love having a good like amount of Joe Bros to yeah. fucking kick it with. I'm glad that they didn't like rely on Jotaro um so much that he got gone. Not that like he got killed <laughs> pretty quickly, but um I'm just glad that uh, a lot of I don't know because I feel like honestly he's kind of been disappointing after part three because they like gave him the most powerful stand, <laughs> but. But they nerfed him just because he has the most powerful stand, you know? And I feel like Jolene is doing a lot more with a lot less. Oh, yeah, um, easily. Personally. But, um... But, uh, yeah. I mean, her stand is great, you know, just um, Stone Ocean. But, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention as well was the ending we got real quick, I guess. We got, you know, the toads that were toxic, and then, you know, he couldn't, yeah. he couldn't move, <laughs> that and it was, was so funny. good. I love that scene. And then... You show is like Jolene hiding under the dead body, and then 
where she's delivering the disc right via that pigeon, and yeah, so she got one of them sent back to the Speedwagon Foundation, but and then we ended mm-hmm. up on the Blake cliffhanger like is uh, you know, it's like it's like it ended like right there, kind of like is she dead? Is she not? Even though we know she's not, but still, yeah, you know, it, it's like I want to know what happens next already, and we're not gonna get it until like April and. Ah, I know. It, it's just getting so. I think it's just such a big flaw. Do you think it's better for the crew this way to do it in in batches, aside from week to week, or how? Like in a in kind of like as a animator perspective, which way is better? Do you think that is a good point? I don't know because you know I don't know what their deadlines are. I'm sure. Uh huh. You know, if they had the same deadlines, okay, I need this. You know, I need all these episodes at the end of April. Then it'd be the same thing at the end, really. But yeah, maybe it's better like this. So you know, let's say if they if they get ahead on an episode, it's good, and they get behind on one, they don't got you know they they just have like they have like three four months to work on everything in one big chunk. Maybe that could benefit them, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It it's definitely not good for the community though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, which is kind of the sad part because. You know, sometimes animators get shut on, but like you know, uh, like it, if the if it affects the way that like sales and shit like that, yeah, then it'll definitely get canceled. You know? Yeah. No oh, man. Speaking of sales, and we're so, not gonna ever get a Blu-ray of Part Six then either, since Netflix has it. So. Oh fuck! For real, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! But um, so what do you think about Dio? How what? How do you feel about them bringing back Dio again? Whatever, man. I was that was so like really like I couldn't help but laugh seriously. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it brought back Dio again with a Poochie, and he's like, oh yeah, Dio was. I'm like, I don't, kind of whatever, dude. Like, I'm over Dio, really, you know? Yeah, because Dio was a fun villain at the time, but now I think he get clapped really with like you know Golden Experience and you know Requiem and just even King Crimson will probably kick his ass. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, so you can have like a lot of people who can kick his ass, but like he's also still like the like supposedly in the universe, right. like he was like the most dangerous threat. I guess you like, know what the hell. We, I don't know. Even though you can argue that probably you know there's bigger threats after him. Yeah, right now. But it's, it's just probably... so weird that they analyze him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he got nerfed again with his like body getting shrunk again. You know, he's not as big and juicy. Yeah, but as the new art style, I guess, but. Yeah, I mean, like you said, kind of whatever. That's oh, he did kind of look like, I don't know, for this one he kind of like did he looked like more handsome. I don't know. He looked kind of like Jordan. That's weird. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like um, it's kind of weird they're bringing Dio, and I think it's also weird that kind of like the lore of the stands as well, because like the whole beetle and like it might be like an alien meteorite or whatever. Yeah, what the hell, dude? And so, what do you think about like the whole lore of like stands and shit? Because I feel like, honestly, they should have just left it like, oh, yeah, this is just something that happens in the universe. Yes, I would have preferred but now, that. But now they brought up, like, aliens and shit like that. like Arrow, this is what you need to get Stan. Yeah, I mean, I prefer yeah. this to be, like, you know, part three, how it's just, like, okay, since they all have Stan, they bring in Stan users. Somehow that happens, whatever, random. Fine. It's JoJo mm-hmm. Bizarre Adventure. I won't question it. But now they have, you know, Yeah, nobody lore. questioned Hamon. Exactly. But now we have this, so I'm yeah. kind of... It kind of sucks, but, you know, I, I guess he wanted to... What is it? Is it part seven or eight that he gets uh, a whole new universe going? It's eight, right? It's seven. Okay, good. I'm, I'm excited for it, for that, honestly. 
Yeah, and so I don't want to spoil it a little bit. <gasps> um, so I guess we'll talk about it in the later because I feel like you know the lore gets even deeper in this um, in this season, of course. Okay. Of course, Quite. but um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think the whole lore is weird. Honestly, I feel like it could do. It's kind of like when something mysterious. Like, where something was mysterious, but then it got explained, and so it stopped being cool, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I was like, uh, I don't think we needed the whole Beatles and aliens and meteorites thing. Exactly. Well, oh well. Yeah. Because I feel like Jolene's should have just probably just awoken her thing. I mean, she's part of the Joestar family. Why not, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I didn't really vibe with it. I guess, overall, I don't want to really give it a score, right? But... Overall, yeah, you think I, you think this is a good a good start for you know the the season. I think it's an excellent start. I think right now I'll give it a nine, but I can definitely see it being another ten in the future. Okay, nice. Yeah, I mean I'm with you. I think it's an awesome start. You know, I'm in love with this cast. I'm in love with the voice actress. I'm in love with the sound design that Dave Preston has brought again, and it's just an amazing JoJo edition that, you know, I didn't think I loved this much. But, yeah, for me, 10 out of 10 so far. But it's not set in stone, of course, because eh, things might change as the season goes on. What do you think about the opening? I loved it, too. And the ending? Um, It was okay. You thought it was just okay? Yeah, the, I had the opening a lot, how, you know, an homage to a bunch of, uh, yeah... So apparently, Jolene yeah. is the first Dan user to ever be in the anime, right? I don't know. I, I didn't know that. What do you mean? This Jolene was the first person to be animated with a stand. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. So in How? JoJo's opening one, they have a scene where they animate all the JoJo's. So Jotaru, Jorno, Josuke, and Jolene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When they do the comic panels? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really cool, yeah. I didn't notice that until I saw a Reddit post about it. But, yeah. Well, anyway, okay. Awesome show overall, though. We'll keep you updated later on. We'll probably do a JoJo's Part 6, Part 2 review as well. Yeah. Of course we will. This yeah, is, but overall, I'm yeah. still hell excited. People, or, sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. People have forgotten that this podcast, this foundation is on JoJo. You know, this is this is what it came with, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Was that our first episode? Yes, it was. JoJo Part 1 plus our introductions, yes. Fuck yeah, I love that. Yeah, I but mean... But yes, JoJo keeping the culture alive, I think yeah. it was just... I don't know. Yes, sir. I mean, with that, I think I'm, I'm done with my spiel. Yes, I am too, as well. Cool. Well, make sure to check us out. Um, Anime Fridge at Facebook and Instagram. Check out our past episodes. Um, uh, what would relate to this one? I mean, maybe check out our other JoJo's because you know we've done all of them so far, thus far. Yeah. Um, check out the anime that we do the impressions and uh, maybe some of the Crunchyroll awards. Maybe check out some winners. Mm-hmm. Um, check out Vivi. We might be doing Vivi soon. And yeah, I am Brian, and that is my senpai Turo Chan and uh, Jenna. Bye, guys.